Happy Friday, everyone. My name is Elle. And I'm Ashley. And this is Foster Friday. This week, I thought that we would talk about opening up the lines of communication with the bio parents. A couple visits back, we decided that we would send a note and some pictures that we had taken and just kind of give an update to the parents of what we've been up to. And here's just pictures of us at like the splash park or at the zoo and things like that. And mom and dad actually both wrote us back individually and, and thanked us for everything. And that was just kind of like the golden ticket to opening up the lines of communication for us. Um, after that, mom was actually very helpful and open and Ashley's nodding. Apparently she's not going to talk today, <laughs> um, but mom started sending things home with them. Like, um, after the visits, so <laughs> she sent a ton of outfits and like shoes and hair bands and all kinds baby of formula. Oh yeah. It was great. She actually sent baby formula and a pack of diapers and toys that the kids had at the house. And, each time she sends like a little note and it was like, um, you know, just want to thank you guys so much for everything that you're doing. And in one of the notes, she gave us her phone number. And at that point, it was kind of awkward because we still have not really been introduced by the agency. Um, like I said in a previous episode that the agency was waiting for mom to calm down before introducing us. But. I guess she's calm. Apparently she's calm because she's like super helpful and like sending us all this really cool stuff. And she's super, super appreciative. So um, we downloaded Google Voice, which is an app that will assign you a new phone number. And so you will text from your phone, but the text messages are sent from a, like a private number differently from your own. So it's anonymous. And so we were able to open up the lines of communication that way. And we started texting back and forth with mom when she has self-service. And we shoot her pictures every now and then and just little updates of what the kids have been up to. And it's been actually really beneficial, I think, for us to kind of get to know her better. And on her end, I think it helps her feel a little bit more at ease. You know, her kids are with two total strangers. And so to be able to get to see like a picture of what their room looks like and what the kids have been doing. I'm sure it, it's helpful to her to, yeah, know. I won't even leave our dogs with total strangers. So, <laughs> right. Like um, we can't even go out of town without taking our dogs. Cause Ashley won't leave them with even like my family, unless it's my parents. So <laughs> the others, I just have trust issues with, it's but imagine they're not skilled. Imagine how she must feel though. Like as a parent who, birth these kids out of her vag All right. and not just like adopted <laughs> them from a shelter or Craigslist like we did. I mean, it's gotta be tough to be separated from your kids and to just know that they're in, in good hands, you know? Yeah. Now, Ashley has been picking up the kids from visitation and she's had a couple quick conversations with mom and dad. How'd those go? They went well. She told me about her job interview, and again, thank you so much for taking good care of the kids. And I mean, all smiles and very appreciative and happy. Um, saw her in court too. Same thing. Yeah, she's just been great. I mean, we could have had some really nasty parents for our first one, but they've been very easy to 
to get along with. So speaking of court, on Wednesday, um, the parents actually had their first court hearing mm -hmm. where they found out their case plan. And I'm back to school this week, so I was not able to go, but Ashley went. I did. It was my first time being in court, and it wasn't about me. It was great. So <laughs> how did the whole process work? Like, what did it look like when you walked in? Oh, much different than how it normally does when I walk in. You weren't in handcuffs right. or in, like, no orange, orange or khaki. Yeah, so yeah I, love I was in my, my normal clothes. It's really awkward because you have to stand in the middle in front of the judge, which that part's, you know, normal. But when, you know, you're not the one in trouble, it's awkward because the judge is just looking at you. But <laughs> you're not in trouble. You're not in trouble, and yet you feel feel like you are. But it went well. I mean, they were both there. They were, you know, respectful and Everyone got along and left and, you know, walked out talking to each other. And So when you go to court as a foster parent, the agency sits on the left side. Yep. And then the foster parent or parents are in the middle. And then the bio family is on the right-hand side. And the reason why the, the foster family is in the middle, because they're not on either person's side. They're not on the agency side. They're not on the parent side. They're just... Like in the middle. In the middle. They're Switzerland, like an innocent bystander. Stuck in the middle with you. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I, I can't pick up from there. Like, I don't feel like I know what to say after that. Like, what's the next lyric? I don't know. Stuck so. in the middle with you. That's, that's I all I have. We just keep talking about That's all I have. Um, so what kind of things did the judge say to them while they were in court? Uh, he very sternly told them that if they didn't get it together he would terminate their rights and they would lose their children forever. So did they give any of the, like the details of the case plan verbally? No, which is the whole reason I was there because I'm nosy as hell and I wanted to hear that. And no, he just asked them and their lawyers if they had read the case plan and had any questions about it. So we're still very much in the dark about a lot of things. Like we don't know what all they need to do. I mean, I guess we kind of have like a general idea of what needs to be done. Um, but we don't really know the details and, or how long we'll really have them still. I mean, we're told six months to a year, but, um, actually we had a little wrench kind of thrown into that recently, um, at a visit last week, mm -hmm. the, our two foster kids have an older sibling who is placed elsewhere. She's seven years old. And I guess she made the comment to her bio mom that her foster mom is mean to her. And, of course, from a seven-year-old, being mean could be like... You can't have soda for breakfast. Right. Like, no soda for you. Or, you know, have, you have to go to bed at a reasonable time. Or you must eat your vegetables and brush your teeth. Like, normal human being stuff. But to a seven-year-old, like, that could be, like, the most tragic thing in the world. Like, oh, my gosh, I gotta brush my teeth. She's so mean. So, anyway, the, the seven-year-old tells mom that she's being mean to her the foster moms being mean to her so at that point you know mama kind of became mama bear and she i think it became a little bit more cooperative and she told the caseworker that she thinks she knows of somebody in the family that would be willing to take all three kids um but they live at least two and a half hours away so now we just kind of like are twiddling our thumbs. Did you hear anything about that today? No, I was going to give her a little bit longer. And I mean, it's like four o'clock. So anyway, we were supposed to find out like some more details of that today, but uh, we haven't heard anything. Uh, but yeah, apparently the dad has an aunt and uncle who live in Orlando that 
may be willing to take all three and drive them the two and a half plus hours each way from visitation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a lot, you know, and if they did find somebody who's willing to do that, good for them, but that's... Who knows if that'll last. You do that for a few weeks and you may get tired of that. Especially knowing where they live and, and that city, the traffic is absolutely ridiculous there. And ugh, I just couldn't imagine having to do that jaunt. But, you know, if, if they do, you know, good for them as long as it's a safe environment. Um, and, and that's really all we want for the kids. And not just the two we have, but for the older one, too, is that we just want them to be in a safe environment. We want them to be well taken care of and looked after and just be given a, a chance to be successful. But, you know, on our end, the visitations have been going well. Um, the parents have been coming to all the visitations. They may be cutting back um, in the meantime um, just because of the work schedules. You know, we're doing an hour and a half, three days a week right now. Yes. Right. I'm going to try to get it down to two days a week, two hours each. Right. So that, too. so that the seven-year-old doesn't have to be out of, pulled out of school so much and so that the parents are able to work and get done what they need to do, which would be super helpful. Um, so, yeah, that's been our week so far. Um, just opening up those lines of communications with the bio parent and, and um, you know, Google Voice has been the key part and all that. So that's definitely our tip of this week is no, 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 don't give Google voice a free shout out. What are you doing? They'll pay for that. You know, if you're in the situation we're in and you need to have a number, whether it's for fostering or for some shady business, you should hit them up, you know, and in the meantime, just keep in mind that there's more than 400,000 kids in the uh, foster care system here in the U.S. that are looking for somebody just like you to look after them. So that's all we have for you this week. If you are interested in becoming a foster parent yourself, be sure to hop on over to Google. There they are again. (laughs) And find out how to do so in your city. We'll see you next week. Bye. You say bye now too. Bye now too. There you are.